So folks, this is yet another episode from the TGV Global Speaker Series and our guest for today is Sonia Baich. She's from Novi Sad in Serbia. Sonia is a map maker, artist and educator. For the first 26 years of her life, she resided in four different countries all while remaining rooted in the same street. Her canvas is the world of maps and design and through her work She narrates compelling stories facilitating more genuine and effective communication between brands and people. She has collaborated with renowned organizations and brands including Hermes, Carlton and the United Nations. Sonia's guiding belief is that creativity resides within everyone and she dedicates herself to nurturing this belief. by teaching new skills while celebrating the unique aspects of people's lives sonia is a fervent advocate for feminism and firmly believing that it has the power to create a better world she is also an accomplished author having penned and co-authored several books she lives in paris for over 10 years and she has been up on the eiffel tower over 800 times So as we prepare to delve into our conversation on the topic at hand mapping creativity a journey from Novi Sad to Paris here's an exciting twist let us tickle her brain first so Sonia get ready for a rapid fire round of random words i'll mention a few and i would love to hear the first thing that comes to your mind in response without thinking much if you're ready let's get started all right let's do it navin i'm ready <laughs> so here comes the first word curiosity Oh, well me I am very curious. <laughs> Invention Nikola Tesla. Future Elon Musk. Book uh The Picture of Dorian Gray. Food Pizza always and forever. And and here comes the easiest one creativity. Uh map making. <laughs> Universe I mean you gave me such a nice introduction that I was just like this sounds so great who's this person <laughs> So I'm a bit nervous now you know so yeah I am I probably could yeah I mean those are the first words that came to my head so Okay next one is universe Universe oh god first thing that came to my mind is sci-fi movies mm-hmm. <laughs> And the next is leadership Leadership hope The last one is success. School. I think we need to learn our children to to like we need to relearn the success. What is actually success? So, um school, yeah. Conquer with you. I think definition of success is changing from time to time. So Yeah, I think we need we need to change that because it's not um <laughs> like it was 50 years ago, you know. So, and I think I think we live in the best of the world so i'm really hopeful that uh we will teach our children that that you know to live more like in a more more wholesome way so to say so yeah agreed and uh, thank you for participating in the first rapid fire round so sportively there is one more towards the end so stay tuned i am i'm already stressed out <laughs> <laughs> come on <laughs> okay. oh, no, it was great it was great it was fun yeah. <laughs> All right so folks welcome to the guiding voice podcast series where we embark on transformative conversations for a better future I'm your host Navin Samala dedicated to making the world a better place through valuable discussions that add value not only to your life but also to your career thank you so much for tuning in and Sonia hearty welcome to the guiding voice you are the first guest from Serbia 
and i am super thrilled to host you and engage in this awesome conversation on creativity how are you today thanks so so much for inviting me how am i today yeah i'm i'm okay um in paris it's very great today but um you know it's november so i think it's normal to have to have this weather so i'm pretty good i'm pretty good you know so <laughs> glad to know that awesome so let's get the ball rolling and we'll begin with your success mantra so please share with us the top 3 things that have contributed to your success so far well you already mentioned the word curiosity so yeah. i am endlessly curious i really like i really i i really like to learn things i think the second word would be hard work I think you need to um obviously work smart but not hard but in order to find a ways to work smart you first need to work hard to find those ways. And the last thing is probably friends and family. I think you need support and you need um your people. I mean mm-hmm. like people who understand you and who understand what is important for you and what you actually want to achieve with your with your work. Yeah. So I I like the third one the most because you probably are the third or fourth person on the podcast who mentioned friends and family support is one of the reasons for success factors or yeah, the success factors. We are contract. not <laughs> yeah, no man is an island. We are all so connected. So uh, and, we and just Yeah, kudos to you yeah. on that. Kudos to you on that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so Sonia, you have had a remarkable journey residing in four different countries while remaining rooted in the <laughs> same street. right how has yes. this diverse cultural experience influenced your work as a map maker and an artist so well that whole uh, i mean i start that whenever people ask me like tell me the most interesting thing about you that's what i say because indeed <laughs> like i uh, my country changed the name four times in a span of like 10 15 years <laughs> so that's why um i think that really you know it leaves an impact on you one way or another i remember very well talking to my grandmother about like the shape of the country and like she was very she was just like probably cu- she was probably curious and she was like oh well we it, like ex yugoslavia was in a shape of a tiger so what shape we have now right and i remember you know like when you're a kid you're like what does she mean right so you go and you're like looking at the that and also like there's a map like the map of the atlas of the maps of the world uh from 1968 so when my dad went to school and that was one of my most precious possession possessions that i had and i just found it so incredibly like interesting that like you know the world that you see on that on those maps is not the same world you live in today i mean politically and ge- politically geographically yes right so i mean there's a lot i think i was always fascinated by by those changes and by how we are as people influenced by those changes so i think that's how cuz map making is storytelling so i think it's all together in that one uh, one theme so so yeah i think that is what my background pushed me to war like in in way in which my background pushed me uh to map making that's also long interesting <laughs> it's a long answer yeah it's an inter- it was an interesting journey it still is yeah. so so yeah <laughs> i i bet on that and uh, your canvas is the world of maps and design and you have collaborated with prestigious brands and organizations so can you share a project or an experience that stands out as particularly meaningful 
or impactful in your entire career? Like, I really, I mean, obviously working with prestigious brands is a, you feel like, you know, that's how we define success today. But I think uh, personal projects that I worked on and projects that where I can, that were actually made by smaller, smaller organizations, but like organizations that had impact on a more local level, you know, on everyday people. I think those projects actually are the ones that are, um, that affected me most personally. Like one project, if I have to pick only one, it's really hard. I think it would be the the maps of uh, my hometown of Novi Sad. Mm. You pronounce it really well. So it's um it's the second largest city in Serbia, and you know because most of the time I I draw maps around the globe, and you barely have a chance to draw a map of the place that you know so well. So a couple of years ago, I had a chance to draw a map of a neighborhood that is famous for all the famous poets and writers and people who basically formed our culture, and I think. That is probably my favorite map project, so to say, because it's hard like to pick one. So I would say that because you know you learn a lot while making that project, and it also like give since you give the emotion to the project. Obviously, the project looks really good at the end. So I am very. Um, it gave me good feeling before uh, while I was doing and after. Good, good to know that. I think uh, rarely people get an opportunity to draw the map where they. Are from right so where they belong to yeah right? <laughs> yeah it's it's rare and it's like I mean I think you know my one of my one of my mottos is like life is a map because I think we're walking a map every day and yeah it's um it was really interesting experience I drew a couple of them since mm-hmm. then so there are mm-hmm. a couple of maps of my hometown but um yeah that one is holds a very special place in my heart. Let's move forward and now uh, let's talk about uh, creativity. So nurturing creativity is a core part of your work. So could you elaborate on how you approach teaching creativity and digital art to young people and what you believe sets your teaching style apart? Because everybody has their own style. So what's your style and how does it stand out? True, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Everybody has their own teaching style. Well, what I said before when we talked about, you know, friends and family, like I think it's the question of, I think we all grew up in a society that is like pretty, no, let me rephrase that. I think the school teach us to be very individualistic. And that's what I see in my in the kids that I, I'm working with. Very often, they're like, this is my project. I'm working on that. And I actually really try with adults and with kids like to make it collaborative, to actually make them work together. Because I think we learn from each other a lot. And I think, uh, you know, when it comes to creativity, a lot of it was determined in a very early age. You know, when we were a kid, somebody told you, oh, you draw so well, or, oh, you don't know how to draw, actually. Well, I really believe that everybody knows how to draw. That's the first thing. And I think the drawing is very important, not only for art, but for everything else as well, because I think you can explain yourself visually much better some things. And then, you know, I think there's also like when people come, I'm talking now about adults, when people come to my workshop or like a course or anything, they usually come, there's one person. So if they come in a couple, let's say, one person knows how to draw, the other one just came to, to, you know, to tag along Mm -hmm. and that second person is usually ashamed 
mm. right? They're like, I don't know how to draw. I drew like 50 years ago last time. And I'm like, I'm trying to reframe that, right? I'm just like, no, everybody knows how to draw. It's just a question of like your expectations of how perfectionist you are and how much you actually want to practice. That's the question. It's like making lasagna. First time, it's not so good. Then time, it's <laughs> perfect. So you just need to practice. So for me, it's all about like trial and error when it comes mm -hmm. to teaching. I mean, that's what I'm trying to teach my students that like, um, you know, to find inspiration in everything, to try to be present, to try to be like to collaborate and then to um, open themselves to new experiences, you know, in that uh, teaching, that learning environment. So I don't think it's anything revolutionary. I just think it's uh, very, um, I think I'm trying to teach them like when it comes to kids now, it's like the world that we live in. So I think it's better to have skill set that will help you later in some in some sense, right? So and like to be playful as well. I think that's important too. So so yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can go on, so but I'll stop here. Yeah. <laughs> so here comes my next one. So living in Paris for over a decade and visiting the Eiffel Tower. Over 800 times is quite extraordinary. I was baffled when I read that statement. And how has your long-term connection with Paris and this iconic landmark influenced your creative work and also perspective on the world? Well, I think living in Paris gives you a lot of lot of opportunities. You understand how there's a market for everything here. Mm. You know, there are a couple of places in the world that are this open, you know, so I think you can find whatever you're producing, you can find market for that. And um, when I moved here, I was not really a Francophile. I actually became a Francophile because of what this country gave me, right? So I was, and it just like inspiration, I changed what I'm doing in life. I changed, I, I think I became much more open and I became a better person. So um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, traveling is good. I think living in different places is good for young people. I moved here when I was pretty young. And, you know, like if you find the right people to help you, support you, love you, and if you work hard and if you're curious, um, I think you can um, open some new doors for yourself and learn new things about yourself and then see where that door takes you. So, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And first of all, what was the reason why you climbed 800 times <laughs> i was working as a tour guide <laughs> so, you was working as a tour guide. <laughs> but you need to know naveen i am still in love with that structure i think uh, there's something so hopeful in the eiffel tower like i'm sure that i don't know if you have like i have a i guess that's that architect in me because i like i finish architecture like there's that emotional connection to some some buildings and one of those buildings is definitely the Eiffel Tower because I just think it's so imagine I always imagine how somebody in 1890 mm. so it was built in 1889 so how mm. somebody in 1819 felt climbing the tower right so and that like hope of like progress and everything so I don't know like I really like the Eiffel Tower and yes that's the reason why I climbed the Eiffel Tower 800, over 800 times <laughs> Okay, and uh, listen. So when you come to Paris, 
If yeah. you want to climb the tower, you tell me. I'll be happy to show you around. I still remember everything. <laughs> I, I think I can't find a better guide than you. And uh, now, now that we are connected, so are, are we reaching? You? I don't. There you go. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the other part of your work. Like um, in in terms okay. of you facilitate this effective communication between brands and people. So, what strategies or principles do you apply to? bridge this gap through your creative work i ask a lot of questions mm-hmm. so i think that's that's my biggest secret i just when i sit down and i open a new project i talk to people a lot and i am like you know you are i ask the questions that sometimes even seem annoying because they're so detailed but i think the more questions are asked at the beginning the less problems there are later and like i think communication is very important for me that's why i learn languages that's why i read books that's why i try to learn about different cultures so in order to understand people better and i think with you know having a power to design something visually that's like that will help that will facilitate the communication it's like a superpower so it's not always successful but like i think very often it is and that's why i'm here i'm trying to you know make it like visually pleasing and clean and clear when it comes to when it comes to drawing and branding and um generally like just having um having a like visual communication in that sense so yeah hmm that's a, that's a good one and we have had fabulous conversation so far and it's time to add and get some excitement so i would like to fire up this second rapid fire round with some intriguing set of questions if you are ready let's dive I'm, in i'm going to take a sip of coffee because i'm stressed out <laughs> okay here comes the first bullet if you could have one gigantic billboard anywhere with anything on it what would it say uh it would say don't let seed seeds stop enjoying you the watermelon wow yes <laughs> i like that and life is a map probably but yeah, like this I, one I, is important yeah i think there is a lot lot to learn from it that's such a simple statement but it is so powerful sonia if you could create a map of any place in the world real or fictional where would it be well you know what i have a power to create the place of any well wait i think it would be the map so uh, my dad uh <laughs> gave me a map of his childhood he found plans of the city how it looked like when he was a kid and that's the map that I don't have time at the moment to create but that I I am very excited about creating so that's what I would create that's the answer to your question I'll put my map my dad there you go <laughs> you nailed it and can you describe yourself in just one word curious curious yeah extremely curious i would say <laughs> extremely curious <laughs> and what's your go to creative tool or software for digital art um well i like the whole adobe package but i would say probably photoshop i like okay. photoshop mm yeah i played with photoshop long time ago <laughs> and uh, it's you... uh, it just progressing yeah. it's it's impressive they're just like making it better and better so yeah, yeah. and nowadays i'm liking canva which is so user friendly and browser based you don't have to download right it's, in, it's incredibly user friendly like yeah. i am so impressed with what they did right. and that one is also getting better yeah i i do use canva for my instagram posts and mm. for like i do um you know as a designer you're like 
supposed to not like Canva, but I'm like, it's so well made. It's yeah. so smart. Like I'm really impressed. Right. So Indeed. yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. <laughs> okay. Here comes my next one. If you could collaborate with any historical figure on an art project, who would it be? I would like to collaborate with Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think he was. I I think he was a very complicated person, but I think I really I would like to have a conversation with him. So, yeah, I think Oscar Wilde. It's so spot on. And here comes the last one from the rapid fire. What is one electronic gadget or a fantasy gadget that you'd like to see or invent yourself? It's not a gadget, but I would like to have like real life Control Z button. You know, when you spill the coffee, I would like to have Control Z and it's, it goes away. That's what I would like to have. I mean, it happened to me. I was teaching two weeks ago and I drew something on the board. And I guess I spent too much time like working on the computer previous days. And I like in my head, I pressed Control Z and I was like, oh, my God, like I am like, this is crazy, right? So anyhow. Yeah, I would like Control Z. If I can, if I can ask for that, that would be cool. L- lovely. <laughs> the Control Z undo button for the real world. Wow. Undo, <laughs> so undo. Creative. That's the word. Undo. Yeah. <laughs> so creative. And uh, yeah, I, I I love the rapid fire, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> and you are not nervous at all. And you are no, very. Creative. I am now. I'm now. I can go forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's be back to the mainstream. Yeah. And here comes my last but one question. So what advice do you have for aspiring artists, educators or advocates who are inspired by your journey and the values you represent? I think what we don't learn in school, like what creatives don't learn in school, that from any creative field and that's what I found in all these I lived in a couple of different countries so like you know I saw that over and over again I think we don't know how to market ourselves I think we don't know how to um, how to sell our work and I think we need to learn how to do that you know graciously and like to to actually um show the world what we are offering. So I think that is my advice is like, go beyond your field. Don't be curious. Don't stop at like painting or making movies or uh, making maps or like any kind of creative field that you're doing. Like don't stop there, right? And also the second thing, what I think is very important is like, once you learn what you want to sell, uh, you don't have to, everything you make, you don't have to sell. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of, like, in my free time, I make a lot of art that nobody ever sees. But that's oh. the art that is, you know, my thing. Like, I crochet, I knit, I do things that nobody ever sees. Or they see the, see it if I wear it. But, like, you know, the online world doesn't see it. And, like, I think it's important to have hobbies. I think... Probably when you were a kid, you had a hobby, you know, your parents had a hobby. And I think now we forgot to have those, like everything is either work or like work-life balance and all of that. And I'm just like, where, where did the hobbies disappear? Why everything is like for sale now, you know? So I think that's important. Like, like go beyond what you're learning in school, be curious and have a hobby hobby is like very good for your brain so um 
yeah, I think those are the two best advices I can give today. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm super impressed. Like I think it need not always be commercial. So we need to do it for the sake of our zils as well. Yeah, right? yeah because, you know, people teach, we are taught differently. That's the problem because it's just like, okay, this is pretty. How can you sell that? But you shouldn't sell everything. You know, yeah. there are things that are just like there for your pleasure, mm. you know. So, and I think they should stay there for your pleasure, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the conversation and I would like to hear from you. How is your experience being hosted on my show, The Guiding Voice? I really liked it. I think it's a, like, I, I was actually, like, I really like the questions and I think it, it goes so much in depth and at the same time, it's so quick. So you need to, like, really, you say it, what you mean, at least I do, right? So, <laughs> no, well done, I mean, you created a nice show. I really like it. Yeah, thank I hope you. I was a good guest. I hope I no, was you good were. Guest. You 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 <laughs> were. You were a fabulous guest. As I said, like it is one of the most enchanting conversations, and I loved your energy and you were you were yourself. Like that is the most important thing which I noticed. Great. Well, thank you. I'm. I. I mean, everybody. That's the only person I know how to be. Actually, <laughs> this is it. This is what you're getting. <laughs> Love it, love it. And uh, Sonia, I, I really appreciate you taking time uh, for joining me in this uh, conversation and sharing amazing insights. And I would love to host you again in future. So appreciate all, all the time that you have spent and also for being a wonderful guest on my show. Looking forward to hosting you again. <laughs> Uh, thanks so much for inviting me today. And it would be obviously a pleasure to to be your guest once again. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. So let's do it again. So friends, that was our episode with Sonia Baich. And before we jump into the fun trivia section, we have a quick request. If you haven't already subscribed, please subscribe to The Guiding Voice Podcast from wherever you have tuned in because subscribing keeps you updated on new episodes. And also if you have enjoyed this conversation and found it useful, please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who would also like TGV The Guiding Voice. So spread the knowledge and help others grow just like you. Now it's time for us to dive into the trivia segment. And today's trivia is about digital art. Having had an amazing conversation about creativity from a curious person, Sonia, I thought I would share a few facts related to digital art. So first one is about generative art. And digital art is not just limited to what an artist can create manually. Generative art uses algorithms and computer programs to create art autonomously. And off late, we have seen a lot of content creators leveraging generative art tools to create thumbnails, episode graphics, and many more. And these artists set the parameters and the computers generate the artwork, often resulting in complex and intriguing pieces. And second one is about blockchain and digital art ownership. With the advent of blockchain technology, digital artists can now establish proof of ownership and also scarcity for their digital creations through non-fungible tokens, which are nothing but NFTs. So this has revolutionized the art world by allowing artists to sell and trade digital art as unique and collectible items. And third one is about art made with unconventional tools. Digital art doesn't always require high-end software or equipment and many artists 
create stunning pieces using unconventional tools like smartphones, tablets, or even video game platforms. And these tools offer accessibility and also encourage experimentation in the world of digital art. So these facts actually highlight the diversity and also evolving nature of the digital art world. So this is all I wanted to share from my end. But if you are aware of any other facts related to digital world, keep them coming. If you are watching it on YouTube, you can comment there. Or if you have found this episode on social media platforms, you can comment wherever you have found this episode. I am going to review your comments. And folks, that's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time to tune in and also for being part of awesome TGV community. And we would love to hear from you. So do not hesitate to share your ideas, feedback, topic recommendations, guest speaker suggestions, either through our social media or you can also email us at theguidingvoiceforyou at gmail.com and let's create content that resonates with you. I'm your host, Navin Samala, a lifelong learner. And my goal is to have impactful conversations that improve not only your life, but also your career. Until next time, take care and stay inspired. Remember, the future holds great things because the best is yet to come. Goodbye for now. See you all in the next episode with another amazing guest.